Myanmar's coup, ministers' maternity pay, and deadly smart motorways in the UK. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Thursday the 4th of February. In the first story today, we go to Myanmar to discuss the ongoing coup. If you regularly follow the Daily Briefing, then you'll hopefully have seen that we covered the actual Myanmar coup itself a few days ago, and if you want to check that out, it's linked in the description. Since then though, a lot has happened, so we thought we'd provide an update for you. Since the military took control a few days ago, they've had to deal with a rather large amount of backlash from the public. Yesterday, health workers organised a mass walkout in protest to the military regime. Protesters have also banged pots and pans together on their balconies, again as a way of signalling their discontent at their new military leaders. And interestingly, both of these events were organised through Facebook. Unfortunately for the protesters though, the military leaders noticed this and have taken action to try and halt such protests by blocking the site until at least Sunday. This is a big move, especially considering that around half of the nation uses the site. Some protests have still taken place since though, despite the website's block. It's possible that some people are still accessing Facebook using VPNs, although it's unlikely that everyone is doing this. Therefore, the block is still stopping a large number of people being able to meet and organise on the site. In addition to these protests, it's been announced that the democratically elected leader who was toppled in the coup, Aung San Suu Kyi, will be charged with the possession of illegally imported walkie-talkies, which could lead to a sentence of up to two years, and it's hard to see how this isn't a politically motivated charge. Let's all hope that with international assistance, democracy can prevail in Myanmar once again. In the second story today, we move to the UK to discuss plans to introduce new maternity pay rules for cabinet ministers. The current rules for cabinet ministers who are expecting a baby is that in order to be able to take any time off, they'd have to resign from their cabinet position or allocate multiple ministers to split their duties. Obviously, this is far from ideal and in need of an update. This is a particularly important issue at the moment because the Attorney General is due to give birth at the end of the month. So if the rule changes are to apply to her, then they need to be changed sooner rather than later. This sense of urgency is what has prompted Labour to back the government's proposals. Without this urgency, it's likely that Labour would have pushed for these new rules to be expanded to more people. In doing so though, Labour would have forced there to be more debate on the issue, which risks the rules being enacted after Ms Braverman's child is born. The rules that have been proposed will allow ministers to take six months off for maternity leave with full pay. As we mentioned, while this is a step in the right direction, Labour seem to want this to go further and apply to more people. So while they're backing the current rules now, it's likely they may want to address the issue again in the future. In the last story today, we stay in the UK to discuss the recently implemented smart motorways. A smart motorway is an attempt to increase motorway capacity and therefore reduce traffic by opening up the hard shoulder which is commonly used to allow broken down cars to refuge. The smart element is that cameras should be used to detect when a car is broken down in the lane, which will allow the lane to be closed by using screens and signs. The issue is that if these cameras don't work as intended, then the car could be broken down in a live lane, putting them at risk of being rear-ended at high speeds by other cars using the lane. This has happened many, many times, and it's been shown that at least 38 people have died on smart motorways. 
Yesterday, the Transport Secretary Grant Shapps admitted that smart motorways simply sprung up and admitted there wasn't an adequate public information campaign. He went on to describe the hard-shoulder live lane element of smart motorways as insane. While this may be good news for opponents of smart motorways, he did then go on to say that smart motorways were too expensive to scrap and that the government would need to purchase more land than 700 Wembley stadiums in order to build enough hard shoulders to replace them. His solution instead is to bring forward the date of the vehicle stop detection system set to be implemented on smart motorways from 2023 to next year. Let's hope that this makes smart motorways more safe for more road users. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.